Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the presidential inauguration, or, uh, Miles, you were suggesting former president uh, Donald Trump. Former Trent, yeah. Yeah. DT. Oh, wow. I still don't... We'll see what happens. I don't know. It's all... Yeah. It's like it's like Christmas. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll get some. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Either yeah, way. you don't want to get too high. Your hopes too high. Uh, but at the same time, it does seem like things are going to change. And by that, I of course mean uh, what QAnon thinks is going to happen tomorrow is Yikes. going uh, down. It's going down for real. Yeah. Q- <sighs> Look, I. This isn't like necessarily a trending thing. I mean, it's trending because it's happening in our culture. But I was forwarded an email from. Uh, somebody who got this from their QAnon aunt. QAnon aunt. Yes, thank you. Uh, that what they believe is going to happen tomorrow during the inauguration. And I, they may be disappointed. It's like all around that the emergency broadcast system will be activated at eight in the morning, meaning the only things that will be on TV is what the president wants, which will be like mass arrests of treasonous people and then nonstop confessions. This has all been part of like the lore. Um, of the conspiracy theory. And then a lot, a lot of China fear mongering. They said also heard Biden inauguration will not be inaugurated, but rather arrested on constitutional grounds. When that happens, they anticipate full attack from trained Antifa who are backed by China and its weaponry. That includes club K missiles that have been placed around the city. And yeah, all that to say is I, you know, I don't think there's, there isn't the potential for chaos because as we've seen over the last, I don't know, years, uh, that there are plenty of people who are, are hell bent on preventing the Joe Biden from being president, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's all very, yeah, it's all so very we can scattered. Just wait for this to not happen, and everybody who believes in Q to be like, oh, I guess we were wrong, right? Um, I don't know because then I, I also read another thing that was basically saying like pivoting from like a smarter Q scammer who is basically being like, look, the storm ain't gonna come yet. Because right. movements, as we all know, movements take a long time. I know. Thank you. I mean, look at the civil rights movement. Um, mm-hmm. How long that has taken. Our our endeavor is no less important or arduous. But yeah, um, on, on that side, they're trying to pivot to say that the administration, this last four years, the Trump administration has been to set up the legal framework to then trigger the proper whatever is going to happen to prevent yourself from acknowledging white supremacy. So, yeah. The yeah, I mean, they people who believe in QAnon are basically the their full time job is to incorporate new evidence that the thing they believe isn't true into their worldview. That's the whole, and the internet is good at that because it's just gotten, you know, there's no word count limit on the internet, and so yeah. you can just keep going, keep explain expanding, keep explaining. Um. Anyways, uh, stay tuned. QAnon. Uh, Dodger Stadium is trending. Uh, It is being uh, converted, or at least a portion of it is being converted into a vaccine distribution center. Yeah. And it couldn't have come any later. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 I'm glad we're... We have this set up. I know the rollout of the vaccinations was real fucked up out here. I try to get my parents who are in the old people category uh, to get them, you know, appointments. 
and like you were able to do them through like Kroger's website. But then like even though they booked it on the day they said they could do it, we're like, oh, actually, the city, there's a miscommunication. We have to go with what they're saying. So we can't do it. Um, it's very disorganized. And I just hope that we can actually make a concerted effort to get this done uh because yeah our city is just like literally inundated with corpses because of the the, just how out of control the entire covid situation is is here uh to the point where they're like okay i know we know we have regulations on cremations for air quality but because there is such a pile up of dead people that we have to process through the crematorium we're lifting those limits Yes. Um, and that's the reality we find ourselves in. Yep. And malls are still open. Kyrie uh, is trending. Kyrie Irving, there's news that he has been doing kind of philanthropic stuff behind the scenes without really telling anyone over the past year. Like what What are some examples like paying students tuition to uh, HBCUs? Everything. He, uh, I mean, he donated... 323,000 defeating America. He committed a one and a half million dollars to help pay for WNBA players who didn't, who opted out of the 2020 season during the pandemic, yeah. uh, you know, helped distribute a quarter million meals to New Yorkers, uh, 17 pallets of food and masks. He partnered with Nike to donate to the Standing Rock Sioux tribe, uh, bought a house for the family of George Floyd, paid off uh, nine students tuitions from Lincoln University and HBCU. So, yeah, he's, you know, quietly been uh doing doing good work with his money and i mean i will say what he makes 20 his salary what 20 million or something right. like that yeah so one and a half million that's that's a, you know he's that's a that's a percentage it's not like when jeff bezos is like here's one million dollars which right. is a fraction of one percent <laughs> right. of my wealth and i think those uh criticisms are valid but at the same time you know it's I don't it's also when you see people actually giving out of the because they want to not for the publicity, because many people are like, hey, everybody, I'm doing philanthropy. Right. Um, it, it, it rings a bit hollow, but yeah, cool. Good. Good for you. Yeah. He gets a lot of shit because he's enigmatic and, you know, says uh, there there was obviously the controversy over the flat earth thing a few years back and uh, in Boston. Uh, they were quick to throw him under the bus as like a bad teammate for his time there. But first of all, he's like a genius at making shots. Uh, and second of all, just, you know, it seems like behind the scenes, like there there's a method to uh, what's going on there. Just um, vibing, you know, that's what he he's does. He's just vibing, yeah. Just vibing. Uh, and they look pretty good, um, the Nets. So we'll we'll see. Yeah. We look forward to seeing you. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about presidential pardons. That's something that's trending a lot today because the <laughs> I mean control. because they are a thing <laughs> and yeah they're completely out of control. Hey, did you get one? Uh, I didn't. And oh, uh, look at it, you, sucker ass! Didn't get it. For, <laughs> I got I got three. Just blank check. Yep. Nice. I was like, yeah, some some dirty weed shit that went down in the early aughts, man. I need right. A- um. He so the president on the way out is expected to pardon more than a hundred people, including Lil Wayne, uh, Kodak Black, and Joe Exotic. Uh, those are four of the top five uh, people, or three of the top four uh, people who are expected to get pardons on the betting markets. People are taking bets on this. Wait, Joe um, Exotic is for real? Yeah, for real. 
Oh my! Is the third highest odds. Lil Wayne is the highest odds. Then Steve Bannon, which who gives a shit? But that's that's nailed on, right? And then Joe Exotic. So yeah, his lawyers are so confident that he'll get a presidential pardon. Uh, They've already hired a hair, makeup, and wardrobe, uh, and a stretch limo for his release. Uh, (laughs) That's cocky. Yeah. Oh. Narrator, he in fact did not get a presidential pardon. Because then what happens? I can't yeah. even, I don't even want to put myself in the mindset of someone who is expecting to be pardoned to leave prison. Uh, that I can't, I can't imagine what that disappointment would be like. But yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's not surprising his pardons are for sale. This is something that happened with uh, right. even Bill Clinton's presidency. Uh, there were you know, people who were selling access to the president for, I think, his his brother or Hillary's brother, I forget which one, was uh, charging $400,000. It was Hillary's brother, Hugh Rodham, charged $400,000 to act as a middleman for people seeking pardons. Uh, And Trump's pardons, uh, you know, lobbyists with access to Trump have been making tens of thousands of dollars advocating on behalf of people who want pardons. Rudy Giuliani reportedly was charging two million dollars to help, quote, secure a pardon, uh, which CIA whistleblower John Kriakow refused to pay and instead informed the FBI. It was like, yeah, that's. Um, that's so weird when you're like you're already snaky you're like yo man let me get a pardon he's like two million like fuck you fbi (laughs) like fine i'll do the time sitting on my head i don't give a fuck fuck that two million i mean but rudy i was doing the math if you know trump is actually going to stiff him on the legal bills and we say he started work on trying to upend the election like on november 4th at twenty thousand dollars a day which was like his rate he's he's out over one and a half million Damn. So, you know, you got to charge two for just he's like, look, bro, I'm upside down on the trying to overturn the election thing, man. So I'm going to have to charge you two million for this part. And that's just how it's it is. Just the free market. It, it yeah. works every time. <laughs> uh, we also so uh, our writer, J.M., kind of looked into the history of this because it does seem strange that at the end of a presidency, suddenly the the president is giving out golden tickets for like get out of jail free cards for criming for criming uh, to the highest bidder in this case. Uh, And apparently it is due to uh, Alexander Hamilton, uh, the the musical sensation Uh, he included in the Constitution because uh, he thought that uh, pardoning might restore tranquility of the Commonwealth in times of rebellion. Um, and wow. yeah, so it was actually a direct continuation from the British monarchy, uh, who similarly gave rulers the ability to grant mercy to their subjects, which then was extended to governors, um, in the colonies in America. But it does like the, the similarities between the U.S. president and, like, British monarchs are, like, this is just another example of... Yeah, like, literal extension of, like, where a monarch can be like, well, I was, it's my divine right as a king to upend the law and actually be like, you know what? I don't believe in that law. And as God, or I'm sorry, (laughs) as king, I'm going to just say you get a mulligan on that one. 
And I yeah. don't think that is a that is a power to you know subvert or pervert the legal. I mean, the legal system is already perverted, so I don't know <laughs> how to however you use these fucking things. But giving that influence is definitely seems like a bit of a slippery slope. Yeah. Uh, also interesting. It'll be also interesting to see uh, which, if any, of the capital rioters get pardons. Uh, you know, I'm I'm assuming there's pressure behind the scenes on Trump to not pardon any of the uh, insurrectionists who tried yeah. to overthrow the U.S. government. But uh, because of all the historical precedent of this being a uh, bullshit like just completely corrupt uh, institution. The Capitol rioters are demanding pardons from Trump. Uh-oh. Quote, quote, Jenna Ryan, a Texas real estate agent charged in the storming of the Capitol. Oh, who took the private jet there? Yeah. I would like a pardon from the president of the United States, please. <laughs> uh, I think that we all deserve a pardon. I'm facing a prison sentence. I think that I do not deserve that. Oh, hmm. so yeah. Would love to hear your take on, um, uh you know, any person of color who was killed on our, yes. just in general, yes. what mm-hmm. if, where, where, if there's any idiot, like philosophical overlap on how you see mm. justice being served. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, you know, she, that I watched a little bit of that CBS interview that she did. Cause she was so cocky with it. The night of the, the insurrection, she was like, okay, go ahead. She was retweeting people being like, um, FBI come get her. She was like, <laughs> yeah, please come get me. Mm-hmm. And they came and got her. But <laughs> Yeah, this she was very much like she had this sense of entitlement that extended mm. that we saw those people who walked in again. Like I've said this before, whiteness is like for some people, like you got the star in Mario Brothers, like to the <laughs> point where you you walked into the Capitol on some like, I don't give a fuck smiling and yeah, saying and then also pivoting to be like, well, he asked us to go there. Right. So I don't know. He asked us. Um, yeah, so yeah. I'm, it'll be interesting to see when the MAGA folks have to blame the president to get to save their own skin. It's all why I don't uh, enter on unauthorized buildings, especially federal buildings, mm. um, during an insurrection. Just a, just a quick, quick note. <laughs> uh, all right, that is what's trending today uh, on january 19th we will be back tomorrow afternoon or tomorrow morning with a whole ass episode of the show tomorrow afternoon to tell you what's trending on inauguration day uh until then be kind to each other be kind to yourselves wear a mask wash your hands don't do nothing about white supremacy and we'll talk to you all tomorrow bye bye